This is calm. This is positive. This is healing. This is Mind Space on Radio Now, ninety-five point three FM. You are listening to Radio Now ninety-five point three FM Lagos. I am Tommy Olugbemi, and this is Mind Space, a show where we discuss mental illness, good mental health habits, and things that boggle the mind. On today's episode, we are discussing schizophrenia, a mental illness which affects approximately 20 million people worldwide. It is a serious mental disorder in which people interpret reality abnormally. It may result in a combination of hallucinations, delusions, and extremely disordered thinking and behavior that impairs a person's daily functioning. But before we go any further, here is Bethany Yesa, the founder of Cure SD Foundation, an American not-for-profit that helps people fully recover from schizophrenia. She tells a TEDx audience about her fight against the disease. March 3rd, 2007 was the worst day I could have ever imagined. This is the day when I was picked up by police and taken for evaluation in a psych ward. I was so sure I was not mentally ill. How could I be? I'd studied biochemistry at the University of Southern California. I played the violin at an advanced level. I was an ordinary person. How could I have schizophrenia? When my doctor told me I had schizophrenia, it was embarrassing and insulting, and I didn't believe it was true. That was a terrible day. But when I look at all the days of my life, this is the day that I am the most grateful for. Because of that terrible day, I would begin treatment. I would reclaim my life, and I would move on from the churchyard where I was living as a dirty, homeless person. I had a happy, normal childhood and a great relationship with my parents. My dream school was the University of Southern California. I went there in 1999 on scholarship to study biochemistry and molecular biology. I was an A student at first, but over three years, there was a steady decline in my ability to focus, and schizophrenia struck like a thief my fourth year of college, robbing me of my ability to study. Suddenly, my best efforts produced failing grades, and my heart was like ice. I wanted nothing to do with my loving family or friends. A few months later, I abruptly moved out of the dormitory, rejecting all help. My parents were frantic. They contacted my church, my friends, my professors. I was paranoid with irrational fear, and I was having delusions, which are fixed false beliefs. I really believed I would be the next prophet to appear in 2,000 years since the time of Christ. I had traveled to China and Africa, and I really believed that someday I would send hundreds of millions of dollars of aid to the developing world. I was worried that my friends and family would stop me from making this contribution. 
you look back and you think, when does normal become abnormal? When does a commitment become an obsession? For three years, I hid. I hid in libraries and lounges. Eventually, I spent every night on the floor of a public bathroom. My fourth year homeless, I started living outside in a churchyard. And this is when the hallucinations began. There was a chorus of voices inside my mind, insulting me, commenting on my every action. One day, I looked in the mirror at my reflection, but it was morphed to look like the character Lisa from the show The Simpsons. One day, newspaper reporters came from the LA Times to do a story about my life and my descent into homelessness, and I looked for the article. But there was no article. I had lost touch of what was imagined and what was real. And as the days went by living outside, I waited. I really believed that one day a helicopter would come, land near the churchyard where I was sleeping, and take me to my new life as the next Mother Teresa and as a prophet. And as I waited for months for that helicopter, my hygiene plummeted. I had become a dirty, homeless stranger. And you would think, you would think that this dirty stranger I had become, wandering around the university area looking for garbage to eat, you would think she would never make a contribution or perhaps not even move on. And when I was diagnosed with schizophrenia, I was told I was permanently and totally disabled. But that was not the end. I spent 12 months trying five different medications, and yes, it did really feel hopeless. But finally, I began seeing a new doctor. His name was Henry Nasrallah. Dr. Nasrallah was the first doctor I met who was willing to fight for my life. Dr. Nasrallah prescribed an infrequently used medication called clozapine. After three months on clozapine, my hallucinations had virtually disappeared. And after one year, my parents, Dr. Nasrallah, and I were talking about my transfer to the University of Cincinnati. And in 2011, I graduated from UC with my molecular biology bachelor's degree. That was Bethany Yesa who was diagnosed with schizophrenia, speaking, at, speaking to a TEDx audience about her journey with schizophrenia. It's now time for a short break. Here is Ride by 21 Pilots. Taking my time on my 
we have a list of people that we would take A bullet for them, a bullet for you A bullet for everybody in this room But they don't seem to see many bullets coming through See many bullets coming through Metaphorically, I'm the man But literally, I don't know what I do I'd live for you and that's hard to do Even harder to say when you know it's not true Even harder to write when you know that tonight There were people back home who tried talking to you But then you ignored them still All these questions, they're falling like Who would you live for? Who would you die for? And would you ever kill? Welcome back to Mindspace on Radio Now 95.3 FM Lagos. That was Ride by 21 Pilots. Before the break, we heard from Bethany Yessa, the founder of QSZ Foundation, an American not-for-profit that helps people fully recover from schizophrenia. She was talking to a TEDx audience about her journey with recovering from schizophrenia. But what exactly is schizophrenia? This is the first question Radio Now's Imaria Asemota asks Dr. Dakbo Adigbaju, the consultant psychiatrist at Federal New York Psychiatric Hospital, Yaba, Lagos. Schizophrenia is a mental, it's a mental disorder that is associated with loss of contact with reality. This is where the person starts experiencing difficulty with his thinking, his behavior, and his behavior is out of tune the normal, with the general purpose. What are the symptoms of schizophrenia? Schizophrenia comes with a lot of constellation of symptoms. And the first and most popular one is disorganized behavior. There is also hearing of strange voices which might be commanding or commenting on the person's action. There could be seeing of things that other people cannot see. There is also the, the one whereby you feel your, the thoughts of the person is not the person's own thought, but the thought is being imputed from an external source. 
And the person also starts believing that some people are behind his predicament or behind the cause of what is happening to him, amongst others. But those are the core main figures. What is the difference between schizophrenia and psychosis? Psychosis consists of a wide range of disorders, not of which schizophrenia is also among. Psychosis could, could also encompass schizophrenia, could also encompass the mood disorders, could also encompass substance use disorders. Uh, psychosis is just like a general word under which there are different things embedded. Is there a specific age where one is susceptible to schizophrenia or can it start at any age? By research, it is stated that it occurs within between the ages of 20 to 25. But actually, it can start earlier before that or it can even start far, far later than that. But majority of the time is between 20, 20s and 30s. Let me put it that way. Um, what are the contributing risk factors of developing schizophrenia? Number one, genetic factor. If a person has a genetic clothing, when we are talking of genetic clothing, it means the one person in the family, either paternal or maternal or both, it might actually be the parents. You have to look at the, the genetic tree that person very well, uncles, grandparents, because the gene can be can be dormant persisted at any time. Apart from genetics, there is also the social factor and then the psychological factor that might come into play. All these factors can now interact together to make the person exhibit the disorder called schizophrenia. Apart from that, how can schizophrenia be triggered in a person? Somebody can be predisposed, but if the social and psychological factors around the person is very good, the person might not express the disorder. But if the, if the social factors and the psychological factors around that person is already predisposed, it's not fantastic. The person can exhibit it. Is schizophrenia treatable? And what kind of treatment does a person with schizophrenia have to undergo? It is treatable and it is manageable. I have to say these two things because one needs to get things clearly. Treatable in the, in the sense that some people receive treatment once and it's over it. While in some people to be managed just like the way you manage hypertension, diabetes, or HIV. And it is managed, it is treatable with the use of medications. Now, there are different forms of medication. There's what we call the first generation medication and second generation medications. You use the word treatable and manageable. Does it mean that in some cases it escalates more than it should be? Yeah. Okay, then you also said manageable in the case of you can manage it like HIV, AIDS and all of that. Please, can you throw more light and emphasis into that? Many people come down with schizophrenia or people who have relatives with schizophrenia are usually looking for one drug that will be illness. It might not occur that way. That is why I said it is manageable, just like the way you manage hypertension, diabetes or HIV. It will not go. But with person taking medication in the adequate doses, the person can be able to live his or her normal life with the illness. How can loved ones help someone who has schizophrenia? Now, this is where I need to educate the public. How do you help someone who has schizophrenia? Is by making sure that once you start seeing the symptoms, like I said earlier, which is the person having disorganized behavior, talking to self, hearing voices other people cannot hear, seeing things other people cannot see, believing some people are after him or her. Once we start seeing those symptoms, we should get the person to the nearest professional, to the nearest hospital, for the treatment to start early. 
that is not the time to start playing religious over religiousness. We need to get to the person to the hospital for treatment to be started early so that the person does not become chronic. That is what we need to do if we really love the person. Where can loved ones and those living with schizophrenia get help? The best place would be to take the person to a psychiatric hospital. But I'm a very practical person. Many people still haven't gotten over a stigma of taking their loved one to a psychiatric hospital. I will advise them in order of preference, psychiatric hospital is number one. The second one, they might take the person to a general hospital if they cannot handle it. They can then refer to a psychiatric hospital. But the best thing is to get the person to a hospital for treatment to instituted as early as possible. What else do you want the public to know about schizophrenia? Schizophrenia affects about 1% of the total population of the world. It can affect anybody. So don't think some people are exempted. It, like I always tell people, we don't know our breaking points. So we need to be on the lookout for the symptoms I've highlighted. Once we see any person having those kind of symptoms, Please and please and please take the person to a hospital for treatment to be instituted. This is not the time to play on emotions or be, be overtly religious. Let us take the practical steps. Let the person be taken to hospital for treatment. Anybody with schizophrenia always was prescribed for them to work film called a be- the beautiful mind. It actually spells out what the person has schizophrenia, what they undergo. That was Dr. Dakpo Adigbaju, the consultant psychiatrist at Federal Neuropsychiatric Hospital, Yaba, outlining the causes, symptoms, and treatments of schizophrenia. We have come to the end of today's show. As Dr. Dakpo said, if you observe the symptoms of schizophrenia in yourself or any of your loved ones, please seek urgent medical advice. And finally, as I say at the end of every show, if you're having a rough go at life and you feel like nobody understands, I want you to know that although all our experiences differ, We can always find common ground in some of our joys and indeed in some of our sufferings. Help is around the corner in form of a friend, a lover, a psychologist, a psychotherapist or a beautiful song. Take care of your minds. I am Tomi Ulugbemi. Here is Shelter by Vic Mensa featuring Wyclef Jean and Chance the Rapper. Nobody safe from, but here in my arms, I'll keep you from harm. There's no guarantee tonight that we will wake up when night takes the morning. But if no alarm rings, you can count on one thing. I'll be your shelter. Told me call 911, but who do you call when the ambulances don't come? Or watch as the ones sworn by law to protect us, wrongfully convict us, then call the corrections. Next, they build a bank out when we in recession, and hang us in the jail cell so they can swing the elections. I walk Chicago streets where potholes is deep and Tahoes creep like TLC. Hospital workers and scrubs with no PPE, but they got money for riot gear. We dying here, yeah. 
You tell me not to move with my gun, but we got more funeral homes than schools where I'm from and on the news. All you view is homicides. Tell me why it ain't no trauma units when everybody traumatized. Trying to get on your feet, playing a hand they dealt you. If your house is not a home, let this song be your shelter. 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 I'll be your Under the underpass, rumbling stomachs, cups, jingle when hummus pass. Brisk wind, summer's done, winter is coming fast. And then they zoom, teach and wonder why they don't come to class. The internet been out, the hot water been out. She moved to her aunt's house, then to her friend's couch. The abuser went to jail, but that nigga been out. Producer was in house, they closer than pen pals. Homeless in the home of the slaves, I wonder how that would feel. The manifested destiny, a bunch of land they could steal. Think about Kenneth Walker and Philando Castile, how they only wanted to protect their family while this is out here to make it worse for they folks it's a deeper how to hell for the worst of these folks it's a mystery we never heard the murder she wrote if we finally paid her back the whole earth to be broke For my doing life with no possibility of parole You playing Fortnite, that's how long he's spending a hole Live from death row, free my Julius Jones I had a dream that Mumia was home I speak freedom in song Cause all I see is racist faces Where hate lives and they rape kids in cages What kind of nation? Lynch Elijah McClan And send us to the Middle East to die for the flag They drive us insane to sell us medication We demand reparations and they tell us have patience Instead of cash payments we get minimum wages They give us the black plague then send us a white savior I found faith when I lost hope That's when Julius reminded me of a bar I wrote Behind bars on the yard where they dream of the street On death row singing we could be free We could be free. 